Hello, welcome to the next exclusive version of the Talk Norwich City podcast. I am super, super excited for this one. A man who played his part in arguably one of the most successful City teams in the last decade. A firm fan favourite and he runs down the wing for me. Elliot Bennett. Elliot, firstly, thank you ever so much for coming on, mate. How's it going with you? Absolutely brilliant, yeah. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me on. It's a, it's a pleasure to always talk about my time at Norwich because I just had such a fantastic time there. So, uh, yeah, thank you for having me on and I'm looking forward to it. Absolute pleasure. Honestly, thank you so much for choosing to come on. It's, um, it's, it is a real, real pleasure. And, of course, you've had a blooming brilliant start to the season with Blackburn so we'll get on to that as well we won't just be talking about Norwich on this podcast so don't worry about that but so to get straight into it Elliot uh you signed for us in 2011 three-year deal your first appearance came against Wigan first day of that Premier League season what was it like for you pulling on that jersey for Norwich how how special was it to be a part of that group of players in in the Premier League to be honest it was it was it was just a the, 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 my biggest memory from the day was it's a bit like a bit of a whirlwind to be honest um, you know obviously I've been playing in League One the year before um, never in my wildest dreams did I expect to be to be moving to the Premier League uh, as soon as I got the call from Norwich I, something I wanted to do and I spoke to the manager on the phone and you know his enthusiasm for the club and for football in general just you know sucked me in and then the fact that Norwich were in the Premier League was an, an even bigger pull and uh you know the, the lads, the group of lads that, that the manager at the time had assembled at the club were, you know, like you said, they're one of the most successful teams I think, you know, in the, in, in recent history for Norwich. And um, you know what a great group of lads, and it was so easy just to settle in. What was it like? Just I'm I'm really interested in this in particular. Is your 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 sheer rise because you've you've popped, you've missed a league, you've gone from League One to the Prem. Can you? Can you really believe it? Are you thinking, cool, blimey, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, honestly, are you thinking, cool, blimey, am I punching above my weight here? Am I going to be able to keep up? Were you ever thinking that? To be honest, I'd, it was all, it was all strange because, um, you know, there was a, there was whisperings that Norwich were uh, interested in me before they got promoted in the January. Um, and I, you know, I handed in a transfer request to Brighton because of the interest uh, and things like that. Um, and, you know, and, and, to be fair to Brighton, they were they were fantastic with me. They just, you know, the chairman and the manager at the time had sat me down and just said, "Look, you finish this journey with us, get us prom- help, get us promoted to the Championship, and you know, if Norwich get promoted to the Premier League, and, and they still are interested, then we won't stand in your way." And you know, thankfully, both things happened. You know, we got promoted as, as a in, as a team in Brighton, and and you know, thankfully for me that Norwich got promoted, and Paul Lambert still was interested in taking me and. You know, it was a, it was a great honour. You know, like you said, that first day pulling on that Norwich shirt at Wigan away was, you know, an incredible feeling. But like you said, I, I, I did, you know, question myself. I think everyone questions themselves during their career. And you know, the fact that I'd never played in the Championship and I was jumping straight into the into the big league, <laughs> you know, I, I definitely, I definitely questioned myself. But to be honest, once I got around, you know, the the lads at at Norwich, you know, I can't, I don't think there was any of the lads that had played in the Premier League at that point. Uh, and if they had, you know, weren't many games, and you know that 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 alone helped me settle really quickly and and understand that we were all kind of heading into this this massive journey together, and you know anything was possible with, with you 
know, a strong unit that we had. I could not agree more. And I tell you what, it very much felt like a journey. And actually, it's a similar journey to to what we're on now. A, a group of players that arguably, you know, weren't exceptionally talented, but as a cohesive unit, they were just extraordinary. They worked so well together. And it was was there a moment for you? When, when was the first kind of pinch yourself? Like, oh my god! Like, was there a moment in the in the prem for the first time we thought? Wow, I'm actually here. Um, do you know what I think? It was playing. It, it wasn't necessarily a game as such. It was going home after a game, knowing that you started and you know we've won a game, and you might have been involved in a goal or a celebration, <laughs> and turning on the telly at ten thirty-five or whatever it is now on BBC One, and seeing yourself on match of the day. Oh, Honestly, mate, that's class. That that, that was like. Um, the pinnacle for me, really, because you know, as a kid, that's you know, I know you've got there's so many shows to watch now with football and so many more live games. But as a kid, it was always match of the day. I don't want to watch the news before it. I just want to see. I want to watch <laughs> see the scores that come on. Do you know what I mean? So um, for me, that first first time of seeing myself on match of the day was definitely the the biggest pinch yourself moment. To be honest, right, and another pinch yourself moment, seamless here, Eddie. It's like you've done this before. Um, I can't, I, c- I could not do this podcast without mentioning it. That goal against Tottenham away, <laughs> White Hart Lane, uh, your first goal in the Premier League, outside of the penalty area, and the winner. And I just remember seeing a picture of you celebrating that goal, and it stayed with me forever. The the, the look of sheer, oh, pure you. ecstasy on your face. Can you describe? Can you possibly describe that moment? To be honest, I think a lot of it. A lot of delighted that to, to grab a goal in in the Premier League. Um, I think a lot of it was um, relief as well because I played a lot of games that season. Um, you know, as an, as a, and as a team, we did really well. Um, you know, individual. I felt you know myself. I did quite well as well as, as part of the team unit. But I was missing that goal. I was missing that. You know that kind of piece of the puzzle that you need to bring to the game when you're playing a forward or wide area. You know, that was the one thing that I was probably most disappointed from my time at Norwich. I didn't show that I could score goals like I had done at Brighton. Um, so the I think it was like relief, um, playing in the Premier League, White Hot Lane. You just Bale, saw it Patrick. on your face, mate. I remember it. It, yeah, was, it, was, just it was just priceless. Shit. It was honestly, it was, it was the best goal I've ever scored. It would be the best goal I will ever score. To, make, to be in a first you know, the first goal I've ever scored in the Premier League and, and, you know, to top it off, the fact that we we actually beat, you know, what was a very, very good side. I think they qualified for the Champions League that season. You know, look at the players that, that were there. Gareth Bale's now won, I don't know how many Champions Leagues he's won. Modric, Modric was there? Modric, yeah. Modric played. I got, I got his shirt from the game. Um, Ballon d'Or winner. Just, you know, the, they're the stuff that you dream <laughs> of. As a kid and, and, you know, and I still, to be honest, I still dream about them times now. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's um you know I experienced it. It was fantastic, and you know I'd love to at some point you know not I'm not that I've got a lo- lo- lot of time left, but you know um to experience that 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 high one one more time. That is incredible. That's honestly incredible. I just just hearing that from you just brings me back to just that moment of madness in the away end, just chaos, and just again just that feeling of oh my god we've scored. Oh my god, we scored at Waterhouse Lane. Oh my, oh my god, Elliot Bennett scored. Oh my god, it's yeah, it was, just, I think that was the biggest. Oh. I think that was the biggest. Oh my god, from the fans at the fact that I had. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. So, 
Elliot, obviously that was that was a highlight for you, and, and it goes without saying that was probably your your, your top highlight. Was there, was there another um, special moment for you when when you played for Norwich that that, that you were dead proud of? Um, I think the the game at Arsenal we played. Um, uh, we drew three three. I don't think I think it was wasn't long after the Tottenham game. To be honest, that was the that was the Steve um, Morrison special, wasn't it? Where he equalised at the end, right? I think it was anyway. Pardon? That was the Steve Morrison special where he equalised at the end, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Good old Morrow. Good old Morrow. Yeah, that was that that was that was the one. Yeah, that was a um, massive. You know, that was a, a massive high, I'd say. And then I think the next one would be. I was a substitute, but we played Ipswich in the in the Championship semi-final playoff. Sorry, here Ipswich. And <laughs> <laughs> you know that team from down the road. That are, I don't. I don't know. I don't know how many leagues are between you now? Is it <laughs> <laughs> Good man, you can come on again. You can come on again. Yeah, no, that that was a you know getting on the pitch that day and um, different fans coming on the pitch and not that we advocate that on this show but yeah the fans coming on the pitch trust me Elliot, we advocate that on this show Believe I love me. it no Believe I love me. it oh, they should never ever stop that in my opinion love that love it. oh, it's, it's what football's about sharing jubilation and the sheer joy of people on the pitch it's not like people are trying to cause trouble it's just they want to be part of something special and you know, that was a special special day and Obviously went on to to win the the playoff final, which obviously I didn't get on in. But you know what a momentous occasion! What a day! What a day! Anyway, and then so Elliot, just you know, in the 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 stark contrast, and and I think that I've got a funny feeling I'll know what you'll say. But was was there a was there a low light of your time at Norwich? Was there a time when you were perhaps angry or pissed off or fed up? Um, I'd say I was. I was pissed off under Chris Hewitt, to be honest. Um, not that I had anything against the man as a person. He is, you know, you don't find many that are like nice Chris as a person. Oh, a really, really nice guy. Very good person. But for me, as a manager, didn't oh, I maybe didn't get as enough, enough, as many opportunities that I would have liked under him, um, which obviously was disappointing. Mm. Um, and then, you know, obviously the biggest low was was getting injured. Um on that first day of the season, mm. yeah, which was you know devastating to be honest. Yeah, because that that was again you, oh, you you can come on again, mate. That was my next line was that obviously you you get injured against Everton and then you're out for the whole season. Um, you, you make your ret- your return on the final day. You against replace Arsenal. Redmond, yeah, again against the Arsenal. I mean that that period for you, Elliot. I mean, I, there's a lot of talk about this at the moment. We very recently just interviewed Matt Jarvis on on the Talk North City podcast, who who spoke about just the whole psycho around just your your mental capacity and just everything that's impacted your family life, your your relationships with your players. What was it like having a whole season out, not being able to affect anything? It's it's devastating to be honest. Um... I mean, I, I went through different stages. I went through anger, um, you know, then started, qu- like, why me? You know, what have I done to deserve this? I try and, like, live right. I try and live for football. Um, and then once you get over that first initial stage, for me anyway, it was kind of more just, right, it's done. Dust yourself down and work hard to come back and make sure, you, if you can, you come back before the end of the season. And to be honest, that was my main focus once I'd got over the you know the initial disappointment mm. and anger it was just to 
set myself a goal of can I appear for Norwich in the Premier League this season again. That's class. And, I love that. And um, that was that was all I had in my head. That was that was the end goal. Obviously, it was a, there was a lot of lot of hard work, and you know there was tears along the way. You know, that's my wife. She, I've got it on my phone still, a recording of me, her recording me, trying to help me out. You know, to teach me how to walk again, which is, um, you know, it wow. sounds crazy. But it is. Yeah. Things that you have to go through, um, and you know, obviously, me coming back for me personally, you know, playing in that last game against or coming on again in the last game against Arsenal was. You know, a momentous occasion, but soured by the fact that we we we'd been relegated. So, mm. you know, it was a it was bittersweet, but it was it was something that I'd set um, set my sights on, and you know, thankfully I managed to do it. I'm proud you did it, mate. I really am. And and something that something that I remember certainly of that day, and I'm dead interested to hear to hear what it was like from your point of view. What was it like hearing Carrowed twenty six thousand people? singing your infamous running down the wing song that must have just given you i mean if i was you i, I would have been crying just just being out for that long and then you yeah. have you have that much support from from the city faithful what, what was it like you know receiving that sort of praise i to be honest i had goosebumps that day um the fact just warming up you know in front of the snake pit down that end and clapping singing my name and i'm not even on the pitch we're relegated and that, that, to be honest, that goes to show more the fact what the Norwich fans are like. Do you know what I mean? Through, through good times, through bad times, always with the team, always rooting for the team, rooting for their individual players. And you know, thankfully for me, I, I seem to have a really good rapport with them. Even when I was out and I was coming to games and I was on my crutches, I would be getting stopped for pictures mm. and asked if I needed any help. And I've, I've got a lot, a lot of respect and, and and love for for Norwich as a as a football club and as a city so yeah that that day was um you know like I said it was it was bittersweet in the end really because if we could have stayed up and I'd have came on and it would have been you know like a you know kind of like a fairy tale for me to be honest yeah. after, after such a nightmare but yeah to get back and on the pitch and to be so well appreciated was a uh, was amazing yeah you got me all emotional now, Elliot. That was just. No, <laughs> I'm seri- well, about it, I, are you really? Honestly, seriously, it just, it just, it makes me so goddamn bloody proud to be a part of this football club. And you, and you know what, Elliot? And I, and you know, this might come across as a bit cringy, but what you've just said there, that's not normal. It's not normal for football fans to have that much of a good relationship with someone that's been out for that long. It doesn't happen anymore. I don't think it does. No. I think people start no, questioning wages. They start questioning their attitude. They start saying, oh, what has he got a cold now? And he's having a few days off. And I think that is a testament to you as a human being. Let's, let's take out football from it. So I just wanted to say thanks so much for that. I thought that that, no, that was really, really special, that. mate. Thank I really you. do. Um, right. This is a bit of a fun, fun question now. Yeah. I would like to know who, in your opinion, is the best defender, midfielder, and striker you played with at Norwich. Go. Oh, striker. I'll start with a striker. It's got to be the legend, the big man, Grant Holt. He's what a bundle joiny. Ah, uh, what he's done for Norwich is pff, incredible. Um, everything about him, fantastic player, great person. Yeah. Deserves every, you know, being in the Hall of Fame and that deserves it. Yeah. Midfielder, easy, because I'm going to say he's the best player I've ever played with, ever, any club I've been at. 
Wes Houlihan. Yeah, 100%. Magician. And then defender, I'd have to say Russ. And it's, so it's three Norwich legends, really, if I'm being completely honest. Completely honest, um, mate. They're stonewallers. That's a no-brainer. I don't, I'm not surprised. Yeah. And what was it... So, Elliot, what was it? Because I, I actually, actually, you, you, I'm going to skip a wee bit down now because you were back for the for the Russ Wes testimonial, weren't you? That must have that must have been a super special day to almost you know show your gratitude to those two players. I was devastated to be honest. I was invited to play. Um, it was the day after. It was two days. After, I think it was the day after our last game of the season. Um, but on the last day of the season, I um, I got injured. I I tore my. Um, one ligament in my knee a little bit. Yeah. So I, I, I couldn't come. Oh, you hang on. You weren't even in the stadium. You're joking me. No, no. I, I, I thought wait. you turned up. On. That's unbelievable. No, I, had to, <laughs> I had to go for scans and stuff. Oh, mate. Oh. So I couldn't even come. I was devastated. Oh, mate. Well, well they're mates for life anyway. So that yeah, goes without saying. Like they, they know, they know how, much I've, how much I appreciate You got me there, Elliot. I swear. I, I honestly thought you were in the stadium. No, I wish I was. Well, there you so go. I heard it was a very, very, very great occasion for two players that deserve, you know, deserve that. Next, next question, Elliot, is Mr. Paul Lambert. We have to talk about him. Um, you, and i tell you the reason why is because obviously you've worked under him at Blackburn as well as at Norwich. What was it like to, yeah. to, to what was he, what was he like to play under? And, and, and also, were, were you surprised that he took the, the job uh, down the road? Yeah, he, he can make you feel like you're invincible. Wow. And I think that was one of the biggest things that he, he had done for the for the squad. You know, we're playing, we're up against, you know, we've, we're an assembled team of players that have played in the Championship, League One, uh, League Two, some of us have been, had played and he'd assembled a group of hungry players that he moulded us as a man-manager. He was the best I've worked for because of his shared enthusiasm, his drive, his, his will to make you feel like you'd run through a big wall for him, but it wouldn't be just like running around like headless chickens that you could actually go out and beat anyone. Elliot, in total, you made 67 appearances for City. So your Wikipedia yeah. says anyway, um, spanning across five years. Um, are you frustrated at all with the lack of game time you got on Norwich? I mean, obviously you said that you weren't happy uh, under Miss, under Mr. Hewton, um, but, but were you frustrated? Yeah, I think, well, I think the first year I played quite a few games um, under, under Paul Lambert. I think I played quite a few games in the second season under Chris Hewton also. Um the third season, obviously, I got I got my injury where I, I missed, you know, I played two games that season. So, you know, and then and then after that, it was kind of an uphill battle to be honest, because for a club like Norwich, I, I, you know, looking back on it now, I didn't I, I shouldn't have been in that team um, as much as I wanted to be and as much as I thought I was ready at the time. I'd had a year where I hadn't played any football really. Um, and I was going trying to get into a team that was trying to fight to get back into the Premier League. Um, you know, looking back on it now, was I ready to to be a part of that? No, I don't think so. So, you know, the decisions of the managers at the time was probably the correct one because I wasn't, you know, I wasn't match fit. I wasn't sharp enough to be, you know, trying to help a team get promoted to the Premier League. 
that is very honest, mate. I appreciate that. That 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 says a lot about you as a person. Once again, it really does. I think it was a funny old time. It was a funny old time. Just that period in general. It was very. There was lots going on behind the scenes. There was obviously lots going on on the pitch. That's for sure. Um, yeah. One thing I would say is that without a shadow of a doubt, Norwich Norwich fans wanted to see you back in the mix. But nonetheless, I appreciate your honesty. And. Um, you know what I'm buzzing about, Elliot? I'm buzzing about the fact that you're, you, you're now at Blackburn. You've picked up the captain's armband. Um, and from the outside looking in, you've had a great time there so far. Is that is that fair to say? Yeah, it's been brilliant, to be honest. When I first went there um, under Paul Lambert, I played quite a few games. Um, you know, started started to really find my form. Um, you know, the end of the season came, he left. Um, a new manager came in, in Owen Coyle. And again, you know, thing managers change, and they have their players that they like and players they don't like. And, and me and him, we never we never fell out personally. But as a as a manager, I didn't agree with what he was saying to me, and you know, I did. He didn't agree with what I wanted to be as a footballer. Or what I did, he didn't want me in his team. Um, and then he he kind of left, and Tony Mowbray came in, and from that point on, uh, my Blackburn really. Uh, despite we got the fact we got relegated, has been an amazing experience, um, and you know I'm, I'm indebted to Tony Mowbray for for his you know for his how, how he feels about me as a football player and as a, as a human, and the opportunities that he give me to, he's key he's given me to you know to to play a lot of games for Blackburn. Um, the media guy had said to me today that I'm on course if I if I start on Saturday to make my 150th appearance for the club, which is incredible. It's a fantastic achievement. No, absolutely, 100. What most impressed me uh, is the fact that you, you've adapted to playing as a fullback rather than what we fell in love with, which was a winger that we saw at Norwich. Do, do you enjoy playing in your in in that position more? I'll be honest with you. It's not that I enjoy it more. I just enjoy playing football. Um, and I think if you ask most players. If, if if you've got a manager that believes in your ability as a footballer, not as a position, as a striker or a midfielder, just as a footballer, um, like Tony Mowbray does for me, then you know it gives me great confidence to go out there and play in any position for him because I, you know, I'll, I'll always give my, my all wherever I'm playing, um, and I just love playing football. So you know, I know I'm, I'm not I'm not getting any younger. You know, I'm 30 years old now, and if I can. I was going to you say you're getting on a bit. Yeah, definitely, mate. Getting old, mate. <laughs> if, I can, if I can prolong my career by a year or two by adapting positions, then you know I want to do that because I, I love playing football, and you know I don't want this journey to end. But obviously, I know it will at some point. I love how grateful you are about that. Elliot, has there been an extra pressure having the captain's armband for Blackburn? No, to be honest, um, because I think the way I am as a person, I'm really. I'm, I talk a lot, as you can you're probably gathering right now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I talk a lot anyway, and you know whether I'm captain or not captain, I like you know I like to have an input in what goes on in the team. Um, you know, so I've not really changed in in that sense. To be honest, I just still try and have an enthusiasm for football, so so I love playing the game. Try and help my teammates wherever I can. But I, I was doing that whether I was captain or not. So you know, I'm not feeling the extra pressure. To be honest, no, it's just. It's just a great honour to be captain of such a, you know, such a historic football club, and you know the, the lads that I've got in the dressing room. I've, you know, I've, I love each and every one of them. I've got massive respect for them, and you know the fact that the, the gaffer and them are happy for me to lead them out is, you know, it's a great honour, and 
I'm one that I'm cherishing. And in a weird sort of way, you must have actually learned some of those leadership skills at Norwich, actually, you know, pl- playing with Grant Holt as a captain, because he's the kind of guy that if you make a mistake, surely he's going to get you. I'm not going to say you you do this, I'm sure. But I imagine <laughs> that Grant Holt is the kind of guy that gets you up by the scruff of the neck at half time and says, Elliot, what the hell were you doing? Did you, did you well, learn that's did, did you learn that's a lot where he from practiced him? all his wrestling. That's where he learned all his wrestling. Moves, <laughs> <right>? <laughs> now, now, nah, you, now you speak about your team um, that you're currently with Elliot. Um, you're obviously back now playing with Bradley Johnson. Just a word on him as a player in general, uh, you know, both now and, and his time at Norwich as well. Yeah, obviously it, everyone knows that that season he had at Norwich was incredible. Uh, massive driving force into the reason why uh, the club got promoted. Um, you know, and since then he's adapted his game, like, you know, similar to me. He's not changed position um, really, but he's, you know, he's more of a defensive midfielder now, a holder. He's, and, you know, obviously at Norwich he was scoring goals from all sorts of angles, playing so he was playing more in the left midfield at the time. Yeah, he was, yeah. Um, which, you know, obviously was a, a stroke of genius by Alex Neal. So he got a lot of goals and, you know, it ended up being a massive part of, of what we got promoted. But yeah, I've, you know, I've, I don't make any secret of the fact that me and Brad are really, really, really good friends. And, you know, I'm delighted that he's, he's joined Blackburn and, you know, I managed to uh, get in his ear early doors and he, and he and he came up so we're now travel partners as well oh i love that you know the thing <laughs> the thing with bradley that and it'll be interesting to hear your point of view on this that, that, that i always think is i mean i've obviously i've met bradley at because he was de- he was definitely the russ wes game and you know what he's 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 so he's so nice but on the yeah. pitch he is a, animal. an animal a warrior a bear a, a big hungry bear that is just hunting down the opposition and it yeah. must be really weird for you because you've seen him as obviously one of your bezzy pals and then all of a sudden you see him on the pitch and he's literally smashing into people what is that like for you i love it <laughs> it's, it's, it's there that you've get, you know you get some people that are always angry and they're angry on the pitch and they're angry off the pitch you get some people that are really nice on the pitch, they're really nice off the pitch. Then you get people like John who can flip a switch. So off the pitch, laughing and joking, having a great time. As soon as he crosses that white line, it's like something comes inside him and says, right, I'm having it. I'm winning. And he'll go do anything to make sure he wins. I love that. And I loved watching it. It was absolutely brilliant. Yeah, oh, it's even better playing behind it. Is it? Do, do, you, oh, yeah. do you feel, you must just feel like, just like, we've got Bradley in the team. Like he's going to, he's, he's not going to take any prisoners. It must be so empowering playing with someone like him. Yeah, definitely. Um, Elliot, definitely. Um, l- last thing, uh, we could talk forever about your time in Norwich. Yeah, I, I could keep going, you know, if you ever want to do part two, just let me know. We will, trust me, we will, trust me. <laughs> um, l- last thing, obviously, you know, you, you, you've been speaking to, to, to the Norwich City faithful for the last 20 and a little bit minutes. God knows how long we've been going now. Have you got a particular message for the Norwich fans at all from your time at the club? Yeah, um, just thank you is the biggest one I can say from the bottom of my heart. I um, appreciate every single one of, of the Norwich fans that have supported me um, through some really good times and some, you know, obviously some bad times as well. And, you know, I'll never forget it. And it's why that. Since I come in from the game, you know the results that I look for, and and Norwich is you know right at the top of what I, what I want to see. I want to see Norwich doing well, and I'm delighted that the great fans and, and people in Norwich are getting to see Premier League football, and not just see Premier League football. 
you competing, taking on the big boys and and, and enjoying it. So, um, no long may that continue for everyone connected to Norwich and the city of Norwich. That is incredible to hear. And I'm sure many fans appreciate that. Elliot, quickly, um, I've got to ask you another question. What do you make to Norwich's start the season? Pardon? What did you make to Norwich's start the season so far? Incredible. Incredible. I think um, I watched the Liverpool game on telly. Obviously, it was a back to the fire going to Anfield. But showed showed from the start they're going to do it their way, the manager's way, and that's it. We're here to play. We're not here to sit behind the ball and change the way we play against the big teams. We're going to show you how we do it. And case in point, they get at home at Carroll Road against Man City and one three two. Boom. What? What more can you can you ask for? I think um, just got to enjoy the ride. Boom. Love that, Elliot. Well, um, that that is it for this podcast. I, I just want to say a huge thank you for you uh, to, for, for coming on, sharing your story on Talk Norris City. If you're listening on iTunes right now, Spotify, SoundCloud, 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 I'm a bit Scottish then, SoundCloud, make sure you're rating us, make sure you're subscribing to us on YouTube, you're following us on Twitter, and let us know what you think. Drop us a tweet at Talk Norris City, um, and we do really endeavour to make the best possible Norris City content. So so let us know and we will continue to deliver. And there is only one thing left to say. And Elliot, can you guess what that is? I can't know. Come on. Honourable City. Yes. Honourable <laughs> City.